Welcome to today's vibe. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to episode three of today's vibe. Indeed. It's once again it's me and Jasper Van Diepen. Who else? The one and only. We've um mm. we've had some more good comments on the podcast, so have we? Yeah. Shout out to Joe McInerney, he seems to be a big fan. What did he say? He wants to he wants to have a feature on the episode on an episode. Oh, shit. So we may look into that in the future, but for now we're gonna we're gonna for keep now we're hoarding the fame. Yeah, until we can until we can get ourselves together. One other new update, though, is that you can leave us a voice message. A voice in, message? Yeah. I found this the other day. You can leave us a voice message. There'll be a link in the description of the podcast. And then we will play that and we'll do sort of Q&A or whatever you guys want to talk about. So ah, send us some voice messages. Mm. The, um, the other piece of podcast news is that we are finally on Apple Podcasts. Poggers. Which is like... <laughs> The only one anyone cares about, so... Hey, hey, Now we get to see the big money rolling in. Yeah. And the thousands of listeners. Fame, here we come. We're going to have a fucking uh, career as internet influencers. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to be influencers. That, that's oh, the idea. That's the entire goal here. Just saying that makes you kind of want to throw up in my mouth a bit. Just like... <laughs> yeah. Anyone who wants to sponsor us... You just T2. hit us T2. up. T2, hit T2. Us up, any tea, tea companies, <laughs> any companies, give us money. Please. Well, I was thinking the other day, I saw this meme. You know who actually started the influencer game? Who? It, it was Jesus. Oh my God, Jesus. He was the original influencer. and he had. Yo, yeah, I know Jesus. He had 13 followers and he thought oh he was an influencer. Mm. He, he had a rough childhood. His dad wasn't there a lot. Like, yeah. He's the ultimate influencer. And the fucking Romans, the SJWs, cancelled him. Like, like actually killing him. Like, I'm not religious myself, and I don't think you are, but, like, can you imagine yeah. any any of these sort of spiritual people within, like, the 21st century age trying to, like, spread their message? They'd get fucking nowhere. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, like, Jesus having, like, a TikTok or some shit? <laughs> I mean, you still have preachers and shit, but, like... Yeah, but everyone thinks they're really cringe. Hmm. But, like, can you imagine Jesus just being like, forgive others if you think it's lit? Come on, guys. Trying to be hashtag relatable. Jesus, like, hi, guys, just on another Fortnite stream. Uh, just wanted to let you know that I think peace among others is a good quality, y'all. And, um, yeah. and kill the gays. Okay, I'm out. Kill, See you later. Yeah, kill the gays. Yeah, that, that's part of the reason. Also, the Jews killed up. me. Kill them too. Like, to be honest, with, with all like that sketchy stuff in the Bible about gay people and all this kind of stuff. Jesus would be Jesus would be cancelled on Twitter within like two seconds. Yeah. For like a racist past tweet and have to come out and do a big apology and shit. Yeah. This past tweet was actually just the fucking Bible. Yeah. I'm sorry about my previous work. I know it was intolerant and I'm sorry. And Yeah, it didn't it didn't age like the fine wine that I mentioned yeah. to over the years. Exactly. Sadly, yeah. I didn't think humanity would make it this far. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of the spiritual people, like in any religion, will kind of last like in today's society if they they were trying to get started now. Yeah, if they're trying to start like a massive religious movement, like, just you know, Muhammad had like a six-year-old wife. 
Oh dear. So that wouldn't have worked. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to veto that. He'd have been cancelled. Um, Gandhi, like, I mean, not Gandhi, fucking Buddha. <laughs> not, Buddha. Not, not Gandhi. That sounds Sadasa. really out. Anyway, um, yeah, Buddha would have been. Buddha didn't do anything wrong, but everyone would just be like, okay, so you sat under a tree for three years. I don't have the patience uh, to do oh that. Oh yeah, and by the way, you have rich privilege. Get out of here. Yeah, they're like, is there rich? What are you even doing? Is there an app I can download to get enlightenment faster? Yeah. Enlightenment now. You can sit on. I like, want to have Nirvana. Sit on the. Like, to me. They'll be like adverts, like sit under our super bonus bonsai tree for fast enlightenment now. Mm. Yeah, Buddha- Buddhism and capitalism don't mix too well. No, obviously. They're like yeah. conflicting ideologies, basically. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was that was an interesting introduction to the podcast. Yes. Um, what have you been up to? Fuck, I, I don't even know anymore. It's just kind of gotten to the point where I'm kind of in that, kind, in that uh, cabin fever kind of delirium, almost. Yeah. It's getting I'm quite intense out. now. All the shit that I like doing has just lost all meaning at this point. Yeah, I think all the stuff that was originally sort of funny about lockdown, like yeah. part for carers, which is obviously a good thing, but um, like getting to stay at home, gaming yeah. for you, yeah. doing music stuff for me, all that, all that's starting to sort of wear off now, and it's just the sort of now it's 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 just boring. It's just like you you we're all just ready for it to be over. All to the, be honest, or like the memes that were really good that came out in the beginning, they're sort of not any good anymore yeah. like it's all just sort of yeah it's become the novelty's definitely fully worn off yeah in a way i kind of envy the people who still have online classes to do because at least you have a reason to try and get up yeah in oh yeah I, I woke up at like 12 yesterday yeah i think ben kid said he woke up at um two two shout, Jesus yeah Christ. or like one or something shout out to ben kid he's i know he's a big fan yeah, fuck you, man. Oh, no. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Harsh words. But, like, I don't know. Just whenever I wake up in the morning, I'm just like, fuck. I just don't. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sort of like, do I have to do this shit again? Mm. For fuck's sake. But, but then, like, so many, like, I think my family's getting a bit, like, prickly. You know, you can, like, kind of feel that kind of yeah. tension, kind of, like, yeah, I got that. Grow well. in your family because people have been around each other for so long now. You just kind of get yeah. tired. Although, I mean, it's it's still really boring. But I've gotten really good at doing nothing. Like, mm. I'm bored. But like, I I wake up, I go outside and make myself sort of brunch because it's like twelve. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And then I sort of sit on my laptop for a bit, and then before I know it, I get like the text alert from the BBC News app saying. Uh, coronavirus daily briefing. I'm like, how is it five? How is it five? <laughs> the problem is when you wake up at twelve, you think you, you normally think five is like the end of the day. It's like the end of the school day. It's like the yeah. beginning of the evening. Whereas five now is probably the equivalent of lunchtime in like <laughs> the way my time my clock and the way your brain works. Yeah, like five o'clock is before the middle of the day, and then I'm just up till like three. Oh dear. Like vibing in the room. I mean, I haven't like, I haven't messed up my sleep schedule yet. Okay. See, I, I'm I'm gonna try and get back on. I'm always like back. around in bed by like eleven ish, and then I usually get up around like half eight nine in the morning. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty like, good. 
But then I, I just spend that. most of the day just like I, I pace so much. I'm just pacing around the house back and forth because I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, I keep like, running. Like I was doing a bit of running originally. Now I just run every time I'm bored. It's mm. really weird. I'm just like, right, better go on a run again. Yeah. Like since um, in the last two weeks, I have run- I've got the app actually. Oh shit! I've got I'm a professional runner now. I've got an app. In the last, hang on, yeah, in the last two weeks, I've run 30k, Dang. and I'm upping that, because I've got to get to 50 by the end of the month. That's the goal. That is the goal. So I'll then be the ultimate runner. Played runner, you could say. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> Damn. Anyway. So you've just been bored? Uh, essentially, yes. I mean, I've been trying to play games as much as I can, but it's just a bit, like the friends that I usually play video games with. I mean, I've mentioned that they've like actually just destroyed their sleep schedules to the point where yeah. they're only on at like four, maybe two in the afternoon. Yeah, and they don't want to play anything until like the the ungodly hours of the night, which I'm not down with because I do <laughs> value my sanity. Yeah, you're always you're always a big sleeper. The thing is, I one of the the big paradox of this for me is that this is the most free time any of us are ever, ever going to have. Yeah. that's sort of justified besides maybe like unemployment or something in our entire lives. Yeah. Right. On the one hand, this is the most free time I've ever had. Why not be really productive? On the other hand, I'm never going to have this much time ever again to do absolutely nothing and like yeah. completely relax. So then I just fall into like different phases of um, things like yesterday I did absolutely nothing and I did a run at like 10. Right? But absolutely nothing else. Pretty much. I just basically sat around. I can't, yeah. I can't remember what I did for the majority of the day, which is how you know it was a bad one. Mm. And then today I was like productive time and like I made a music video. So, so, oh shit! So it's like there's just this weird balance of the sort of the two different the paradoxes. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I'm dealing with at the moment. Well, I would try and do like drawing or like practice just like doing my art, but I think doing art A level has just kind of smeared my impression yeah. of just doing art for fun. You said before you sort of gone off it. Have you still not come back to doing casual art yet? No. Most of the time I just find myself sitting, staring out the window, or just... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. Being pseudo-depressed. <laughs> you been watching any TV? Um, not really. I'm not like a big TV man, if you get me. I'm more yeah. of a... I'm more just deep dive into YouTube, but... Fair enough. But then, of course, you just, you just run out of content really quick yeah. on YouTube. You just start going fucking crazy considering it's like apparently it's like millions of videos every day get uploaded to youtube it doesn't feel like it it feels like well, no, it's, I've just, watched it's just the con it's just the content creators that you usually watch you just watch them immediately and then you feel like there's nothing left you know and now it's only to get to the point with like the recommended there's just nothing good anymore yeah i think we touched on this before but like yeah we did there's like nothing i've, I've finished it there's no there's nothing left that's any good mm. Theoretically, I, sh- I probably should be like watching anime, but I just can't. Even the things. <laughs> if I were to fit my character, I would be watching anime right now. But... Even the things that like I just usually feel like doing when I don't have time, 
now that I do have the time to do them, I just it just it, I just don't see the point yeah. anymore. Like my latest um, YouTube really weird deep dive is that I've been getting really into the um, conflict in Israel and Palestine <laughs> on YouTube and like massively researching it so I can oh, know dear. exactly what's going on. That place is fucked up. They screwed it up big time. Like they still know like official answer to where, where Jerusalem is. They still haven't oh, like decided because they both want it. Where is Jerusalem anymore? Like if you if you I Google it, I think it said if you Google it, you get Israel. But then on a quiz show in America, so it's not like from another country. They yeah. it was on like Jeopardy, and they said, and they said the answer was Palestine that it was in Palestine, and they were like that's the correct answer. And then there's like so no one really knows. <laughs> but like I'd I'd get the UN and make it like a no one city. I was like. It's like the kind of thing that parents do with their kids where they're arguing over a toy. It was like, if you can't decide who gets it, then no one gets it. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, you just, put, just get the UN involved. They're just like, actually, it's here. We own it now. Fuck if you, you. If you can't pick who gets the holy city, then no one gets the holy city. Mm. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. they just, they cannot stop. It's It's been going on for years. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost as annoying as that um, the Northern Ireland... Island troubles that we learn about in history, where it's oh, the same sort of like, off. it's mostly low level with like big spikes. Yeah, and um, like in the thousands of murders, but not the tens of thousands. Kind of, and thing. it comes back like so many times, just random yeah, points. It's exactly like, the same. It, it goes down and then just just comes back like immediately. Yeah, and you'd always know it would be happening because we we do we we'd like finish doing like a prime minister or something and then Mr. Platt will just sit down and be like, guys, it's time for the troubles again. It's time, <laughs> for, everyone to, time for everyone to complain about Northern Ireland. Like, the thing with the Israel-Palestine situation is that it's a bit more understandable because it's between Islam and Judaism. It's two completely yeah. different religions. The Northern Irish troubles are the same religion with like the minorest of details in between. Yeah. Like, the, the main thing that the Protestants, like, split from the Catholics all was, like, we don't think you should pay to get to heaven. And the Catholics, like, we think you should pay to get to heaven. And that's, like, the only difference besides, like, some stuff about the Trinity and shit. Yeah. I mean, like, right, well, we better murder each like, other. Like, they have for... some slight ideological, like, differences. and that's literally about... nothing. Oh, dear. But then, but then suddenly, like, right, well, we better start killing each other for... The next three Ooh, decades. Oh boy, here I go killing again. <laughs> Time to get some car bombs up in here. Let's go. Because, like, that's very Christian, you know, going around murdering. That's what Jesus wanted. Yeah, let, let's just go to, 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 like, the fucking maze prisons and start smearing our shit all over the walls just because, you know, dirty yeah. protest. That's funny. It's amazing how, how religious some people still are. Like, I kind of assume sometimes that, like, proper fundamentalist religious people have sort of just stopped existing now because everyone knows how annoying they are. But like in America especially, it's still so there's still so many like I saw this comment on this meme page. It was like so the meme's like a rainbow set of stairs and James Charles captioned it, Stairway to Heaven and then someone put it's funny because gays don't go to heaven, right? Oof. Which is which is like a quite funny, obviously a joke and not meant to be taken seriously. Yeah. And then this guy in the comment goes like, um, he goes like, I know you're not going to like me for this and it's just my personal opinion, but um, gay people are caused by demons that infect their bodies. And I'm like, 
Where the fuck uh, did that come from? Jesus. Um, <laughs> like, excuse like, me, I have some objections. It came out of fucking nowhere. And then the good thing is, having done RSA level, it's like th- there's some justifications for some like religious people, but people like that, if you've done an RS qualification ever, you can just immediately destroy them with the most simple logic. So I was like, well, um, if God made everything and he's all loving and all knowing and all that, then he made those demons, so he made them gay, so it was his choice, so then mm-hmm. it's not their fault for being gay. And this guy just blocked me immediately. God is the reason why evil exists. Changed my mind. Oh, good old Epicurus. That's a good one. Yes. I mean, the thing is that in GCSE, we sort of get taught the, um, you know, the free will argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, the thing is, when you do it for A-level, they explain that sort of further. And if there's a god, right, he makes everything, he makes everyone. And because he's all-powerful and he created everything, right? And then he's also all-knowing, past, present, and future. So if you, as a person, make an action knowing the consequences, then it's your fault. Hmm. So then in theory, if he made me and I go kill someone, he made me knowing I'd kill someone. And he yeah. did it anyway. So isn't that his fault? Like, definitely. Yeah. Isn't that 100% his fault? Yeah, if he, if he knew that, you would be preordained to do this. I mean, in your life. If I made a robot that then killed everyone, that'd be my fault. I'd be the murderer because I made the robot. But it's yeah. like, it's God. It's like, no, well, we've all got free will. It's our choice. Actually, if God made you known that you'd make the robot, that would also be his fault. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's not my fault. If God exists, nothing's my fault. Mm. There's, um, there's another like religious argument called Pascal's Wager, which is basically... um. It's like, if you're religious and there is no God, you don't lose anything because you die like everyone else. But if you're non-religious and there is a God, you go to hell. So why not be religious? Which is like the dumbest argument of all time. So hypothetically, if I then go up to the pearly gates and all religion is real and God's like, why were you such an atheist all these years? I'll be like, well, you made the world and you made everything. So you provided me with the evidence that would prove to me that there is no God. So if I didn't believe in God, isn't that your fault? You'd be like, yeah. bitch. You didn't exactly put yourself that obviously out there. Yeah, like, you provided all the evidence that could have made me religious, but you didn't do it. So that was your choice. So yeah. maybe you should go to hell, bitch. Hey, you, pro- you provided all the counter-evidence to your existence, yeah. therefore why the fuck should I care? Well, the other, the other way to... Um, to beat God if he is real is to bring an Uno reverse card. He's like, you're going to hell and just whip that out. Like, oh, oh no, no. What will he do then? He will go well, to Let's hell. be honest. If the criteria for people going to hell exists, a lot of the like better people, like the, the cooler people in history would, would be in hell. Oh, I know where I'd rather be. Yeah, like I would rather be as far away from God as possible. Is he going to vibe like, and skank out? When this, when this man gets mad... Firstborn children die, and he f- and like people drown. He like comp- he flooded yeah. the world just because he didn't like how it was going. Yeah, I'm sorry, you've murdered so many people. <laughs> You're like a he's like a sociopath and a psychopath at the same time. He's just like <laughs> murders the, children. The thing is, right? You know, so the devil he wants evil to happen in the world. That's his whole thing. He wants yeah. the world to turn to chaos, right? So if you commit evil. And you get sent to hell. 
He's not going to punish you. You're his boy. Like, yeah, yeah, you're his you boy. do what you want. He's going to give you a beer. Yeah, he's, he's going to like welcome you with open arms. He's going to be like, like, yeah, let's fucking go. There'll be some bad people. Like, you'll have to stay clear of Hitler and all these people like that. But the majority of the people are just going to be like the ordinary people who had a good time yeah. in life and are now vibing down with yeah. Lucifer. <laughs> this this entire yeah. episode is going to be about religion, isn't it? I can tell. Oh no! We just—I've gone down my spiral again. This Dang. this does happen with me all the time. This is sort of my thing. I uh, the other news is that I've got some new Reddit stuff. Oh, uh, not again! I didn't, this could Oi. probably be a this could probably be a segment by now. A segment, a designated like, segment due to Reddit shit. Here's some Reddit shit I found. All right, here's a good oh, one. No. This is on the Reddit Funny Stories, guys. Oh, it's r called slash funny stories. r slash funny stories. It's called Bathroom Blunder. My mum got remarried when I was a teen, and my stepdad moved out to Georgia. Fresh out of Oof. the Atlanta airport. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Uh, he made me stop at my stepdad's office on the way to our hotel. I had to pee like crazy, so I followed him up the floor, and he pointed me to the toilet. I was running really fast because I was about to piss myself, and I entered a door that entered a doorway that was dimly lit that led to urinals on the left or the right. As I was in a hurry, I just went to the right out of random. I saw a guy down there running out of the restroom. So I stopped to avoid him, stepped to the left, stepped to the right, and then bam, we collided hard. I got mad and yelled, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Looked up at his dumb face in the dark for a few seconds, then realised I was staring at my own reflection in a giant mirror that was reflecting the restroom behind me. Oh, no. I kept that moment to myself until I was 28. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. That is just... Yeah. That, that, that's a large oof. That is the largest of oofs. <laughs> yeah. When you play yourself, when your reflection pe- plays you. Yeah. In fact, I, you, everyone knows what it's like when you just like massively have to pee. I would probably do the exact same thing. Yeah, all logic and reasoning goes out the window. Only one thing matters anymore. The weird thing about when you really need a piss is at the time it's the only thing consuming your mind. But then, yeah, and it's like if you if you really need it for say like a long time, like half an hour or an hour, it's like absolute hell, and like it's the worst thing to happen. But the solution is probably the fastest acting solution to any sort of pain, in that yeah. you piss, and like sometimes it could be like a long one if you really need it, but like. Like two minutes later, you've washed your hands. You've gone out. You've basically forgotten all of the pain that was there the entire time, mm. and like the entire memory just disappeared. And you're like, and then there's that just euphoric release. Oh yeah, you fair. That is a that is a heartlet moment. But the worst thing is going past like a service station on a motorway and then realizing that you need to go to the toilet. So you have like oh, yeah. the maximum amount of time between the two service stations. I think what I'm thinking of doing, you know. I mean, the feeling of peeing after you really need it is amazing. Yeah. But we don't get that in lockdown because you're at the home. You're at house. Yeah. I may drink, like, a ton of water. I don't know where I'm going with this. Drink, like, <laughs> a, like two litres of water and then hold it for yeah. ages just to get the feeling of, like, releasing a massive pee after, like, ages. Because there really isn't much better feeling in this life. Right. <laughs> That may be the only joy I get in this lockdown. <laughs> oh dear. Is that what we've big... evolved to? That's how bored I've become. That I've genuinely thought of that and thought, you know what, that's a brilliant idea, I'm doing that. 
Oh dear. That's going to so be my new hobby. It's kind of weird to think that our, our, our final push for A-levels and all that shit has just kind of fizzled out. Yeah. You know? I think yeah, we'd have started by now. Yeah. Well, I think we had history I'll be close to finishing by now. I'll be finishing in like a couple, in like two uh, weeks' time. I'll be like done. I was like two weeks, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All of our balls and stuff got cancelled as well. Or speech day as well. That's gone. Oh, not speech day. Not the day of all the speeches. Okay, look. As much as I just didn't care about speech day ever, you still do, like, kind of need that. It would have been good to go to the last one. We haven't really had that send-off. I mean, the closest thing we'll get is that there's, like, some big parties coming up at the end of August, which will hopefully stay on. And if that happens, then that'll be good. Yeah. That will, like, actually feel like a send-off. I mean, all things going well, we'll just have, like, a shit June, a pretty bad July, and then, like, a banging August. Yeah. And, like, as long as we can cram everything in to that month, then we'll be, we'll be golden. I mean, month, that's still, like, what, like, three, four weeks? Yeah. That's I mean, still a long time. I mean, the thing so is, we can... even in, like, the GCSE summer, which is, like, the second biggest summer, hypothetically, yeah. like, we had a lot of big events, but they sort of... There was still a lot of doing nothing, or like yeah. doing not much. So like, I reckon we can easily fit in a lot of the stuff we want to like, do. Like, if we can make August just like the most banging month of this year. Yeah, I mean, it looks like gigs are going to be off, and like all the, all the festivals are cancelled. But ha ha ha! I never, I wasn't going to those in the first place. <laughs> no, I didn't book anything, so <laughs> I'd have to worry about refunds and stuff. But true. Anyway. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going all in on Portugal. That's one. That's just where I want to go. <laughs> yeah, that's all I really care about, to be honest. Right. Now. If you get if you get to go, I mean, it's still. I don't know what the proportions are for that, but is it? It's in August, isn't it? I think so. You had any more news? Well, um, we're thinking about maybe going. It's just like when my dad could work because he's a dentist, and dentistry has all this really weird shit going on right now. Oh, because that's probably going to be one of the last things to come back, isn't it? Because it's yeah. quite easy to infect someone. It it's was like weird because and... they were, like, originally ca- categorised as, like, essential workers, but well, I think most, there are... everyone, everyone's still closed. Yeah, I think there are some, like, key dental procedures, which is why, like, especially NHS dentists, they yeah. need to stay because some people, like, need... Like emergency dental treatment. It's weird because my dad is registered with the NHS, but he doesn't like directly work with them. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. He kind of counts, but he kind of does. It. It's really weird. Yeah. I think the main reason they said that dentists are key workers is for those like emergency procedures. Like. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think my dad is allowed to do emergency procedures. People aren't getting fitted if with people braces. People come to him with them. Apparently, things going to be ages as hairdressers. Which is, um, I mean, kind of weird. I could kind of understand the yeah. original, like the initial panic that happened when it, this started happening. You know, back in back like March. Yeah, I mean, back in of, March, it properly kicked off in the UK in sort of February. Yeah, late February, early March. I could understand the paranoia people were having then, and then you know, like. 
okay, so then the lockdown happened, then the whole social distancing thing happened, and blah, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. But when, when we went into this, they said that this was going to last, like, what, four or five weeks, like, tops originally. Yeah, I think... I think that was never going to be completely true. And then they just hit us with the plus fours. Yeah. I mean, they, they should actually... That's what they should show on the news every time they extend the lockdown. It's just whip out a Nuno card. That yeah, was quite iconic. But... The problem is, every, honestly, time they, every time they build up to, like, releasing something, the idea that it might be happening gets the infection rate up. Like, yeah. you know that original statement after the main proper, proper lockdown... Where yeah. Boris was, Boris was going to go on telly, just him for an address. Everyone thought, "This is it. We're going to have a big thing." And then, within those three days in between, infections started to rise. So then, Boris just had to go on the TV and say, "So, um, basically, nothing's happening. Uh, unlimited exercise and picnics." And we're like, "Cool." Ah, thanks. <laughs> so, I mean, the difficult thing I think will be pubs because Britain has the ultimate Obviously. pub culture, and like. If they open it in July, there'll be, like we said before, there'll be pubs that don't obey the distancing, and then that'll be a problem, and then it'll go back up. But Yeah. But I don't understand the paranoia anymore. Because, like, okay, so... We've been, like, inside for, for like, going on, like, 10-ish weeks or some bullshit, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we we have been inside for a long time now. Yeah. And no matter, like, when I go out, for whatever reason, there's always just, like, so many people who are... You you can see it in their eyes. They're actually scared to be outside. Yeah, like, what you mean the Karens? Yeah, they've got, like, their face masks on. They've got their, like, fucking... the fucking gloves on and shit. And then when, when when they think you're not listening, they're like, wow, I can't believe everyone's outside right now and they're like you gotta maintain your social distance i'm like okay look i can make i I can stay two meters from you that's fine but if i'm gonna walk by you i don't see a problem because as long as i'm not going to try and cough into your mouth or like spit in your eye yeah i'm pretty sure it's fine yeah (laughs) okay and like i don't I feel, well, this is just my opinion, but I feel like we could open so much, like, retail, so much business back up. Yeah, well, I mean, they're going to... As long as we do just keep up, you know, just, you know, just stay away from each other. I don't see the problem with going outside, like, to the beach, for instance. Yeah, I I think some beaches are open now. Yeah, I went went out to the beach, and it was just fine because while a lot of people were there everyone was just kind of in their own like little group hmm. which like, beach staying you go to? away from people um Ampergate? is that what it's called Amber. Amber. <clears throat> wait Cam Sands yeah I think yeah the problem is yeah, like, I did see a picture of like one beach that was like jam packed with like no one distancing yeah and I think it depends on the area a lot but then yeah, I think they probably do need to do this regional thing. Like, I understand it's going to be difficult because people in other regions will complain, but regions with less people infected and um, and less deaths and like where it's yeah. going better can open back up because 
what we sort of forget when we say logically it seems to make sense to just shut everything wait for this all to pass but then the, the sort of there will be a sort of death rate and sort of poverty rate beyond the virus which is just caused by like some of the economic yeah. hardship it might like when people like lose their jobs and then maybe can't afford yeah to i agree in some it's situations. Like shutting down everything for like the initial like three to four weeks but i just don't Definitely. think we needed to tank like to tank the economy to the point that we have i think as long as i think we should start to reopen something as long as we keep the science really tight on and yeah and if the infection rate does continue to go up, up you can slam it down yeah but i just mean like shops shops are going to open on june 15th apparently yeah which should be fine I think. Yeah, but I think that'll go well. It's distancing, obviously, but... Yeah. I mean, I'm I can't... keeping my distance, but it's just, like, not allowing businesses to open just because you're so scared that... I mean, if people are personally paranoid, they don't mm. have to go out. That's the yeah. thing. Like, shopping deliveries are back to the point where you can get delivery within a week. Yeah. Um, you, there's no... If you don't want to personally leave your house, then you probably don't have yeah. to. If you can work from home... Obviously, if you can't work from home, that's maybe different. But um, in most people's cases, they can work from home and are doing yeah. so. So, I'm sorry if you if you're like worried about going to work and then coming back and infecting your grandma. Either just just don't go, just don't see her. I'm sorry if you, yeah. if you don't want to infect your grandparents that badly, just don't go see them. But I mean, then it's difficult because it like elderly people get really lonely and all that kind of shit so yeah but I mean, and that's that's kind of like the risk we took when you know we locked down when yeah, yeah. no one's I mean, supposed to see each other there's a balance and base the problem the thing people need to see is that basically either way we're fucked for a start yeah but then the fact that a lot of people are saying that britain's like one of the worst countries of infections and like death rates and stuff but the thing is that until there's a vaccine you can't be immune unless you've had it and survived it. So the fact yeah. that a lot more people have had it in the UK, I think means that we'll have a lot less of a second wave. Yeah. Whereas countries like, I mean, New Zealand are getting really cocky about it because they're like, all these people from New Zealand keep posting, we locked down properly and early and now we've had like no deaths and our schools are reopening. And I'm like, well, first of all, you have more sheep than people. So like, it's not that hard. Hypothetically, mm. you have farms everywhere. You have, the least dense population I've ever seen. But also, if you have, like, if no one got infected with it at all, then you're just going to have a second wave. Whereas, hopefully, what's happened here is that people have gotten infected and then not passed it on. Yeah. Stayed at home for, like, the two weeks. And now we, a lot of us can go out and not get it again. And if, and you, and if, you, genu if you genuinely think you are at risk, like, let's say you're overweight or you have, like, you know, like, respiratory problems, whatever, yeah. asthma... Then you stay home and let all the healthy people go out. <laughs> yeah. And then that, that's, what the, that's what the delivery system's for. It's for you people, okay? Yeah. I don't... Anyway. Oh, whatever. It's difficult, but I, I reckon we are seeing the light and we'll hopefully... I think we're going to get some more restriction lifts soon because the infection rate seems to be staying low and yeah. all this kind of shit, so... Hopefully we'll be fine. But did you ever buy into this whole, like, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, this kind of, like, national pride kind of thing that they had going on? You know mm. what I'm talking about? No, I don't really. What do you mean? So, 
How do I say this? Like with so like for instance with like um was it that like Remembrance Day thing that V Day. V Day. That was a lot bigger than usual, obviously. And this whole like weird thing with the with the clap. Oh the clap with, like, carers, yeah. Like, okay, if you wanna like give your thanks to carers or whatever, you can clap for them or whatever you wanna do, right? That's fine. But I felt like there was some weird kind of pervasive kind of like pressure that people had to clap outside. Like, if I don't you mean did, if you didn't go outside, you were like some kind of. Well, I don't. I don't have the full experience because I live like not in that big of an area. Yeah, like me outside neither. of a town. Me neither. But like, so, like when I, I can't really hear that many people. But there's like a, you can hear a few people clapping outside, but it's not like. Yeah. I mean, in cities like apparently in Manchester. It's, yeah, um, it's massive. Like you can apparently, when it. I spoke to someone from like London, one of my Dutch, one of our Dutch friends who lives in London, apparently, like there is like a, a genuine pressure if you do not like go out and show your appreciation, like you're some yeah. kind of like anti-British, <laughs> you know. Mm. So I don't know. That's kind of it. Was kind of weird. It kind of felt almost cult-like, where they were kind of controlling your behavior almost like you go outside <laughs> yeah. you clap at this time otherwise you're like anti you know supporting yeah. the government or some shit i mean the clap is really is a good thing and it's like but ultimately if like the nhs has got problems like yeah, if it's, clapping un- if it's underfunded thing. or whatever you yeah whatever your thoughts are clapping people i mean it was sort of in the first week, it was like a big thing because all like the nurse was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" Like Britain yeah. had never done anything like this. But now we do it every week. It's and it's sort of and the situation in the NHS, even though the virus is getting better, their like funding is depleting. So yeah, if they yeah, if you like, if you want to show your support, I think you should do it in a more like physical way. If you want to like start like a fucking you know put like some like money in or something. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to like start. <laughs> Actually, I, gathering money for the NHS. I think I think there's a problem wider than the NHS with like pe- a lot of people seem to um seem to talk a lot about issues and then do absolutely nothing. Like yeah, yeah. with the environment, a lot of people will post things and like talk about it and be like, "The Amazon's burning down. This is terrible." Which of course it is, but then mm. none of them will recycle or yeah um any or like any of the proper or like stop using plastic bottles yeah. or any of the actual things that will actually make a difference. Yeah, I don't see you actually flying out to the rainforest then, and chaining yourself to a tree so they won't chop it down. Obviously, or... <laughs> that's extreme, but, like, a lot of people, I just think, do these things for attention. Like, yeah, they, they say that, you know, like, oh, the Earth's getting fucked up, but, you know, like, you actually need to put in the effort then. Yeah, like, if <laughs> the planet situation is so serious that if anyone, if we want the planet to survive, we all need to actually take proper action like actually do something mm. and like part of it in fairness is like petitions and lobbying government and things like that but a lot of yeah. the majority of it is getting an electric car and not using plastic water bottles yeah that most people aren't willing to do you have to just kind of change up your normal day-to-day life yeah you know, I mean, you know government is partly really. to blame obviously but like all these like if you look at like all the movements in history, like the civil rights movement or like the LGBT mm. movement, they all start at the grassroots level. So it's kind of it's got to come from there. Mm. The other thing I want is that like if clap for carers wasn't 
if no one could see you clapping, how many of these people would actually clap? Like it's massive in cities like Manchester and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's partly because of the pressure, like you were saying, but like how many people who live in the absolute middle of absolutely nowhere are still Basically clapping? Basically me. Yeah, but I mean, like, okay, also... I've got to, I've got to go on record and say I have not clapped once. I'm sorry, I've not because I don't know who the fuck I would clap for because no one's here. I'm sorry, like, yeah, there's actually no one around me. Like, who, what but, the I mean, fuck would I the be? The thing doing? is, you don't, you don't have to like go outside and clap to show your appreciation for the NHS. Like, yeah. obviously, it has an effect in a big city like Manchester because all these nurses coming home from work can hear all these claps, and that's yeah. obviously a good thing. But and give it's them that kind of boost. But like, donate to some of the NHS charities. Like, if you want to, if you, you actually want to, like, actually change it. Give some actual support. You may actually want to put some actions behind it, other than you know making sound waves vibrate with your yeah. with your hands. <laughs> this, this, this has been know. a really political episode. I don't know because it's just like once after spending so many weeks over, I've just been kind of getting like more and more kind of miffed at what's yeah. kind of going on. I, th- I think to be fair, it's natural for like, I think everyone feels like frustration sort of building now. Yeah. Like sometimes I can feel like the tension in my house. I can like cut, cut the atmosphere with a knife almost. Cause it's just like, everyone's so done. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. It's like, actually I just don't care anymore. Someone, someone just do something, please. Mm. And we can talk about it all day, but at the end of the day, the government has to be the ones to like let us do shit, to be honest. Yeah. Which anyway. is really annoying. <laughs> How about we lift this to a slightly lighter mood by doing the music? Oh, yeah, shit. Okay. Have you got right. a song? Let, okay, give me a sec. I will, I will, I will look at the I, meaning of life. I will go first. The best playlist. Because I thought of one already. There's, um, oh, shit. He's he's, uh, he's ahead of the curve. I'm ahead of the game, baby. There's, uh, Shit. <laughs> there's a new album by the band, the 1975, called Notes on a Conditional Form, yeah. and they are they're a pretty mainstream band. Like most people have heard of them. And the thing I always think about this band is that like the singles are okay, but the actual like album songs are a lot more experimental or just mm. different and actually a lot better. So this album is a lot these album tracks that have come out are actually quite good <laughs> so but i've actually got to pick a song so yeah i'm i'm gonna recommend two but i'll only play one clip in the edit um i'm gonna say yeah i know yeah and um then because she goes which are both pretty good songs that i'd recommend pick a car my song of the podcast um i've been listening to a bunch of fucking um have you heard of two two door cinema club oh yeah yeah that's good a good band. one that's a good band if for any of you who haven't listened to them go check out their shit but if i had to recommend a song i would pick 
This is the life. That is that is a fine choice, Jasper. Yes. Go listen to This Is The Life by Two Door Cinema Club. Did you put the preview clips of the two songs we did last time in the podcast? Yeah, yeah. I managed to find that um, Dramaturgy one, yeah. Did I th- you actually I think, managed to find a clip? I think, I think it's bigger than you think, because I got the clips off YouTube, and it had, like, millions of views. And, yeah. So I think, it's, I think it's pretty big in China. Did you actually just... give it a listen? Yeah, yeah, I gave it a listen. Pretty good what did song. you think? Yeah, it's a pretty good song. I'd recommend checking out the rest of this shit. It's got some pretty zany shit. Ooh. Even if you can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. I think the best thing about listening to Japanese songs is that for some odd reason, so many Japanese artists just like put random English words into their songs. <laughs> like literally, what? like you're in the, you're like balls deep in some weird ass song and then suddenly you hear them say like just hello or some shit in, in English. <laughs> you're like, wait. <laughs> it's like um, <laughs> you've been on a flight to like a foreign country and they yeah. have like their language on. And you just hear, mm. like, utter jibber or something. And, like, and you don't know what they're saying. And then just suddenly he goes, like, easy jet. And you're like, wait, hold on. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where am I? Ah, confused <laughs> screaming. That's always a good moment. Oh, dear. Anyway, but, we may not be yeah. hearing that easy jet sound for quite oof. a while, guys. Can we get oof. enough in the chat? Big oof, large oof. <laughs> oof size large. Oof size very large. So, but, um, um, do we have a vibe? I was about to say, do we have a vibe? Um, yeah. Should we say that today's vibe was um, getting sick of this shit? Yeah. Because we're getting sick of this shit. We're getting sick of this shit. Not, not in a we shouldn't be doing it anymore kind of way, because yeah, we yeah, respect yeah. certain aspects of the government policy. That doesn't mean we're not getting sick of this shit. Yeah. This shit. This, 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 this shit, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, where it's like um, British people don't actually say the words coronavirus. We just say with all this shit that's going on. Mm. Which I'm like, as soon as I saw that, I noticed like every single person I talked to, they're like, "Yeah, can't grow out with all this shit that's going on." Like every <laughs> single time. Yeah, whenever something like this comes up, like British people always find like the most roundabout way to kind of like walk or, like walk around the subject. Yeah, we've got a pretty good sense of humour. Oh yes. <laughs> anyway, I think I we think, should. Yeah. Oh, what were you say? I think maybe for next week we can try and open up a new segment. I want to try and open up like a maybe like a cooking or like a baking segment for the bloggers. If I if I, I could thought... recommend to people to like, I've actually done some baking. Mm. I meant to mention it. I did a tea loaf. A tea loaf. Which basically, I, I sort of knew it as a fruit loaf, mm. but apparently it's called a tea loaf. Damn. So it's pretty nice. It was really easy as well. You just, just okay. like, you um, you get a bunch of raisins and shit, and you soak it in some tea overnight, and then the next Ooh. day, you put in some like eggs, flour, and sugar, mix it up, and then you shove it in the tin and put it in the oven, 
and that's literally yeah. it. It's like five ingredients. Maybe if like each week we like choose something to bake and then we talk about it. That that's a pretty good idea because I mean, segment. I'm trying to do a bit more baking because it's yeah. it's hitting pretty hard. It's hitting. <laughs> I'm, I need something to do. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we'll wrap it up for this week, but next we week, wrap it up there. tune in and you can get some baking. Yes. And as always, remember to smash like and smash, smash like. <laughs> hit that bell, subscribe, <laughs> T2, subscribe. Give us that fucking sponsor right now. Sponsorship money, please. <laughs> I have yeah. no income. Ah. Please, I'm so poor. Okay, um, <laughs> that's all for this week. Mm, I will stay toasty. See toasty and keep vibing, and we'll see keep you in vibing. the next one.